2: Hello and welcome back to The Moon Underwater, where we are with Rosie Holt, creating her dream pub. So far, Rosie has selected Moretti and Corona on draft. Gewurztraminer?
3: <laughs> Gewurztraminer.
2: Gewurztraminer. <laughs> uh, a bottle of wine and another bottle of wine, at Chateauneuf de Pap. Um, Dan, before the break, you were giving us a pub quiz. Yes. I think it's now time. For the pub quiz answers,
0: yes. So the pub quiz this week was: I was giving you two names. One of them is a past or present MP, and one is a character from a Jeeves and Worcester book by P.G. Woodhouse. So let's see how you did. So we have to guess the MP. Is that we have to guess the MP? Guess the MP. Yes. Uh, So the first one is Major Sir Henry Davigdor Goldsmid, or Lord Marmaduke Chuffnell. What was your What was your guess for that role? it maybe? You know, I think Rosie. it's
3: major. Sir Henry, major just, Sir Henry, think yeah. He's the MP, yeah. It's hard because they're both ridiculous names. Yes, but I think the second one is just like Lord Marmaduke. Mar- yeah. Ma- Surely no one's actually called Marmaduke, unless well, but- it's a cat.
0: <laughs> You're both correct. <laughs> It is yes. Sir Henry Davigdor Goldsmith. He was the Conservative MP for Walsall South. Became an MP in 1955. Wow! So well done, Lord Marmaduke appeared in Thank You Jeeves. Okay, have extra info. Holly Mumby Croft or Honoria Glossop. Both brilliant names, Rosie. Which
3: yeah, MP? I think Holly is the is the MP. MP. I've
2: also put down Holly as my MP.
0: Holly, you're both correct. Holly yeah. is the current MP. In Scunthorpe, Tory MP in wow. Scunthorpe. Oh, Scunthorpe. Honoria Glossop is a returning uh, recurring character, uh, the daughter of Sir Roderick Glossop in the books. And finally, the uh, most bizarre one Hugh Lucas Tooth. That's hyphenated, Lucas Tooth. Or Cat's Meat Potter Purbright.
3: Oh, God. I'm not sure. Maybe Lucas Tooth?
2: Oh, good, because I've written down cat meat.
0: Okay, so you and Lucas, Lucas Tooth for the MP, cat meat for the MP. Are you
3: saying cat meat? Cat's
0: meat. Like the meat of cats? Yes, yes. Cat's meat, yes. Right. <laughs> Rosie, three out of three. Yes. Well done. Hugh Lucas Tooth right. uh, was is quite an interesting character, Hugh Lucas Tooth. He was the first MP to have been born in the 20th century to be elected to Parliament. So he was first elected in 24, age just 21. Sorry, wow. in 1924, age just 21. He
3: was but a young whippersnapper. Yeah, and
0: his full name, which is even more incredible, is Sir Hugh Vere Huntley Duff Munro Lucas Tooth. Munro Lucas Tooth, all hyphenated. A triple barrel. Triple barrel. yeah. Wow. Wow. Yes, that's Sir Hugh and cat's meat. Is uh, yeah, he's in. He's a character in in uh, yeah. and Worcester*. He's um, a West End actor, the brother of uh, Cora Corky Potter Purbright. So there we go. Well done, Rosie. Three out of three, smashed it.
2: Yeah. What, what do I? What
3: knowledge. do I win? Uh, uh, Moretti, I
0: imagine. Yeah, yeah, Some Moretti.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> right. On to your
2: spirits, and you get to put two spirits in the moon underwater. Which is your first one?
3: Tequila. It makes you happy.
2: <laughs> famously. <laughs> yeah. Famously. Television.
3: Is that, that what's that... Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Was it Television? Tequila.
2: tequila. It makes, it makes you happy. Ha- I think it was. I think it was.
3: But you know that's a myth? It's not true. I, years, was telling everyone that tequila makes you happy yeah and it I said it's the only alcohol that's not a depressant and I was I tell tell this to people with such confidence until last year when someone said that's not true and I went yes it is it is true it makes you happy and then I had to google it and concede that google knew better than I did and it it doesn't people think it does but it doesn't.
2: Does that predate the song? Because I've only I wasn't yeah, unaware of that. The song. So all oh right. So so it, that's a long yeah the, the, it's
3: supposed to be the only alcohol that's not a depressant, but it is. It still is. What do you like about tequila? Um it's I love tequila. It does m- I do think like I do think it like makes you happy. There's something really celebratory about tequila. Yeah. Also I like the whole the, the, the what we call whatchamacallit, the, the ritual. whole ritual, yeah. thank you, mm. of of a tequila shot. Like the, the, the putting the salt in your hand, the lime, yeah. um all of that it makes it feel really special. And I've had many good nights with tequila shots. It feels like you're going to do a serious night if you start doing tequila shots. But also I like tequila and drinks. I really like margaritas. Yeah. I think yep. margaritas probably my favourite cocktail. Yeah. I'm a big fan. And it feel, it does feel, it may not be true, but it feels like it makes you happy.
2: That's fabulous, yeah. I, I, it generally makes me happy with the tequila shot, but yeah. if you don't want a shot, then it does not make me happy when someone brings it over.
3: No, because it's a serious shot. Yeah. The worst
2: one for someone to bring over, if you're you going, I really want to go to bed, and someone brings over vodka Red Bull, the last thing I want now is Red Bull. Yeah. I want to go to bed. You're going to make me more awake.
3: Yeah, Red Bull is... Isn't there something like 16 coffees in, in Red Bull or something insane? I don't know. That's, well... Is this another know, the it's another fact that you're putting out with their evidence. It's a, a fact probably, that I know. definitely true. I know my facts about alcohol.
0: <laughs> you must be right, though. It must be something to do with the occasions where you would do a tequila shot, especially with the lemon and the salt, are... Oh, you're all maybe going to be in a pretty good mood already. So maybe yeah. it, it must be something to do. Because i def- I definitely with you. It give- feels like it gives me a bit of a kick if yes. I do it. Yeah, and I always look forward to it. It's really good. Yeah. Mm. Okay. No, it's a great choice, yeah. I think. Yeah, great Although, choice. Although, you know, some people do, you know, sort of te- very good tequilas, you're supposed to sort of sip out.
2: Are oh, really? And yeah. yeah. Interesting. I'm not doing that. No. Get worms in some tequila, don't yeah. you? Worms? That's, that's, that, that's tequila worms. Tequila worms. What?
0: It's yeah, in a bottle. In, At the bottom in, of the in bottle, there'd be a fancy big worm. worm
2: <gasps> Where's yeah.
3: the worm? It's not
2: alive. I'm not. I'm not making this up. I'm going to show you. Yeah. What
3: well, if you drink? So they deliberately put the worms you can't in drink there. it. I don't think. Yeah.
2: So um, it's a larva. <laughs> oh, it's not actually a worm. It's the larva of a moth. There you go. You get those in oh. Mexico in some tequila bottles. Mm. Is it
0: to add to the flavour?
3: I don't know how I feel Can about you just that. Just look that
0: up in your mind. Just look up in my mind.
2: Um, I don't know. <laughs> in my mind, I've got quite a big article, which is a lot of information to digest. Yep. Yeah, you right You got now. to get through a lot of that. So I'm just going to go.
0: Yes. Probably. Yeah. Well, what else? What? The, what what the, would the reason be? So it's got to be that, isn't it? Poor yeah. bottling hygiene. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Could be. Or only one
2: larva <laughs> somehow escapes well, the net. Only yeah. tiny okay what about your next spirit of company tequila
3: so it was tricky because i like um i'm i'm a big fan of uh i like a gin I like gin and tonic but i decided to go with brandy a cognac and i think this is because if i was an alcoholic <laughs> brandy is what i'd be putting everything in because yeah. so many drinks can be improved with a bit of brandy yeah. In fact, last night, and I, I don't think it's done my head any good today, actually. I'm feeling a little bit... Um, I'm not going to lie to you, hmm. you chaps. I'm feeling <laughs> a, bit, a, bit, a bit cross-eyed today. Really getting into um, character. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. But I, so I, I did a preview last night and I had a bit of wine there. And I went home and I, I wanted something a bit exciting to go to bed with. Uh, so I made myself a hot chocolate and then I stuck in some brandy in there.
2: That's good. I, I oh, think lovely. brandy is... I think you've picked good complimenting spirits here because i think yeah i think if tequila is summer evenings doing shots butting and brandy yeah. is a nice winters that's the thing, thing it's quite and and like and like, and
3: like you can have a whisk like a whiskey tog you, you can do with brandy instead yeah yeah Brand, coffee, coffee coffee you can, you can yeah. put brandy in i mean it just it just cheers up so many drinks it's dangerous but this
2: coffee is cheering up <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> My my dad and I went through a a phase. We go on to watch. Um, well, we went to watch football together for many years, but we went through a phase at one point of. You pick up superstitions a lot going to, yeah. to for A lot of people have that, and our one at this one point was, if one of us takes a hip flask of brandy, concealed within our coat pockets, yeah, and then we would get a hot chocolate at half time, as you did oh, last night, yeah, and just surreptitiously pour a little bit in to uh yeah just to make the drink taste a bit better really approve very nice so good and also it had the benefit of being apparently good luck for you know a few weeks is it that's good yeah so so that added
2: reason i think i bit too too much of
3: my hot chocolate last night to be honest with you but
2: (laughs) once you no longer are winning is that the end of the brandy yeah, I think we
0: might have stuck with it for a because it was nice. <laughs> yes. yeah, just, just it was that a, much new. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was more an excuse, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, I like I like brandy. I like skiing and I like being in a ski resort and having a brandy based drink.
3: I've never been skiing, but I really like that idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what, a that's scenario I'd want to be. A scenario, in, yeah. Yeah.
2: People when you think of ski holidays, people focus too much on the actual skiing, which is yeah. such a minor part of it. It's mostly eating and drinking in nice places. Yeah. Really,
3: that's—I mean—that's all I want, really. That's <laughs> all I want. Like? I love eating and drinking; as my favourite things. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and, yeah. Sleeping. Yeah. and sleeping, sleeping, eating, drinking, good. and sleeping—they <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> are the
2: big three. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> right. Every week, uh, Rosie. Our beloved regular here, Dan, asked the listeners for a suggestion of what our guests can put in their dream pub. Dan, who have you been conversing with this week?
0: Well, this week, I have been conversing with Leanne in Cheshire. And Leanne is going to give us a suggestion as to what you could have in your dream pub. Right. It's up to you to accept or reject it okay you know, you, great you, i have the power yeah you, know. you don't have to do it if you don't like, oh, like right, it yeah. because it is your pub so it is my um uh, we can probably hear what leanne says
3: hi all this is leanne contacting you from the other realm so in the same way that mps refer to each other as my honorable friend i think rosie's pub should have a rule where first names are banned and each person must be referred to in a certain way so maybe my honorable swain. i'll leave that bit up to you three
2: so the banning of names and uh formal political titles how do you feel about that
3: i mean i kind of like it i f- i feel like it would my, my mp's pub would would be that i think but it it just it does sound quite fun though doesn't it but it feels like cosplaying a pub yeah <laughs> yeah it does i don't really understand who gets to
2: call uh, who what because if you're mp you're not necessarily right honourable are you
3: no no, not necessarily. That, who's right, honourable? And that, even
0: if you are, you aren't necessarily. No, yeah.
3: but but yeah. the title well, right honourable now it's it's people that Boris Johnson likes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it?
2: But is, is it like a cabinet <gasps> minister? Do you get? How do you become a right honourable? What's the rule? You have to. The, the, it
3: is it, isn't it sort of awarded to you is by it? yeah? Okay. By previous prime ministers.
2: All right. Mm. Okay. Well, every day's a school day. Um, so so how, do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, the, about Not about my lack of knowledge of political titles, but about, about the idea. Do you think you're going to go with, with that?
3: I mean, I'll allow it, yeah. I like yeah. quite like it. I quite like yeah. it. So it's a quirk. Mm. It's a quirk. And like, do you know what? I think it'd be good for business if people have to go to a pub and they go, no, no, can't use your first names here. <laughs> I think yeah. people might be interested is- and intrigued. It's a
0: nice sort of feel, like there'd be a nice sort of blanket of anonymity going in there, yeah. which would be...
3: I think you'd probably yeah. quite like, wouldn't you? Probably attract some clandestine meetings between lovers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Or spies. All spies. Yeah. <laughs> spies the right honourable gentleman has been sick
3: that's his the kind of his That's the kind of people I want in my pub. <laughs> spies and spies lovers. Spies and lovers. <laughs> yes. Or,
2: or you could be both. If you're a spies who are in love. Yes. With a rival spy.
3: Spy lovers.
2: <laughs> go, for, go for it. <laughs> it sounds like a high concept <laughs> movie. Spy lovers. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Right, thanks for that, Leanne. If you've got a suggestion for something that could go to Future Pub, you can email me, Robbie, at com, with your artistic vision. Um, Rosie, your cousin runs a pub. Yes. But not just any pub, a famous pub.
1: Yeah.
3: Which one? It's the Hawley Arms in Camden. Famous for, I guess,
2: being the sort of centre of the music scene in the sort of mid to late 2000s. Yeah, yeah, think, yeah 2000s? that's right. Yeah, how long have they been running
3: said pub? So they took on ages. ago. I'm terrible at dates, but it was it. They kind of made it what, what it is. So it was my cousin and her husband, and they. Um, so when when did it kind of get big? Was it? It
2: was Amy Winehouse sort of yeah. times, wasn't it? I don't know. I, so I know
3: Doug, I mean. my my um, cousin's husband, he he previously worked at a pub near the kind of NT, MTV, um, yeah. centre. and so he. They always used to come. He used to talk to them in the pub. So when he got that pub, he kind of took with him his clientele. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they both accepted an award on Amy Winehouse's behalf at one point. Oh, oh wow. wow! But um, I remember we always used to we always used to celebrate our our birthdays there until it got too too busy <laughs> too busy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Camden's good for sort of. Music pubs, isn't it? Because the, the, there's a lot, a lot of history out there. The Holy Arms was there, and Britpop time, it was the Good Mixer was the the, yeah. the pub of choice sort of thing. Do you like it? Do you like
3: a night out in Camden? It's too much, too much, <laughs> too much for me now. <laughs> too much.
2: What about midweek? Too much,
3: uh, maybe, maybe just, um, But I, but I did used to did used to have a few nights at the Holy Arms. I spent a New yeah. Year's Eve at the Holy Arms. Wow, and I remember. Drunkenly shouting at Noel Fielding because he took too long in the loo. That's what I remember.
2: <laughs> uh, there used to be a place. I've no idea if it's still there. because It's not been for a while. Called Marathon Kebab Shop in Camden, and they used to sell beer in the kebab shop. And at like one in the morning, there was a guy with an electric guitar. An old guy with an electric guitar who would just play. Rock and roll song. It was a brilliant place this to go. It
1: amazing. It was
2: incredible. And also, it was one of those places that had like photos of famous people yeah. on the wall. But they obviously hadn't told the famous people they were taking a photo. So there's loads of pictures of, like <laughs> Liam Gallagher looking shocked whilst eating a kebab and stuff like that. They just got it for going bang and taking photos in their faces. Of it. it was a brilliant place. It's I have amazing. no idea if it's still going or not, mm-hmm. but if it is um, good yeah. t- to, to sum that up. Right, Rosie, we have a uh, pub jukebox here at the Moon Underwater, and you may add one CD or mini disc of your choice into Thank you. What will be your selection?
3: I'd like Manu Chao, Clandestino, I think is the album. Have you heard of them?
2: I've heard of them, but I don't know the music. Describe it to someone who doesn't
3: know. So he's a French, a Spanish French singer, um, and it's very. The music is very, it's kind of, um, oh, how, why am I so bad at describing things? What a great podcast guest. <laughs> <laughs> it feels very Spanish and very summery and very relaxed. And I've I always used to be something um, we play when I was sort of, when I started drinking, when I was a sort of teenager and going into my twenties when it got really late at night and you'd be sitting in the kitchen drinking too much wine. And then you'd play this. It was really really good music to drink to.
2: It feels like it would complement your tequila well.
3: Yes. Yeah? Yes it would. Yeah. But
2: less so the brandy.
3: Less so the brandy, yeah. Fabulous.
2: Dan, you don't you only know one musical artist. Yes. So you probably don't have any input. No, I'd, I,
0: I can't add anything. What's the one do. musical artist do you know? Uh, Squeeze, am I The one. I'm mean, the only band I'm aware <laughs> of. Since, since,
2: if if you had to guess, Rosie, what the answer to that would be? How many guesses do you think it would have taken until <laughs> you got Squeeze?
0: That's since, amazing. Since like the late 70s, anyway. Before that, lots of you know, lots yeah. of jazz artists and things. But in terms of modern, the last <laughs> modern 50 Squeeze. years,
2: oh, in terms of trendy new bands, it's Squeeze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I like squeeze. Yeah, but it's a
0: it's a. Well, they're the they're the best. So. Fair, oh, fair really enough. Is.
2: Rosie, which MP do you think would be most fun in the pub?
3: Nigel Farage. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. The, the The problem is, is I I think. Probably, um, oh, do you know what? I think Angela Rayner would be really good fun. Mm. Yeah. I think Mm. she'd be great.
2: Jess Phillips would be good fun. I was
3: about to say Jess Phillips as well. Jess Phillips, I've met very briefly and she was. She seemed fun. Yeah. She was fun. I think those two would be good.
2: I have some intel on politician pub enjoyers. Oh, yeah. Do you remember many years ago, probably about 15 years ago, and William Hague, I think it was in GQ magazine, he gave an interview and he claimed when he was between like 50 and 21, he used to drink 14 pints a day. <laughs> right. he, he claimed this in an interview. He worked, yeah. He said he worked at a brewery delivering beer or something like this. Yeah. And I'll be honest, at the time, I was suspicious of this. Well, it so sounded he was like, always
3: doing embarrassing things and saying, like, yeah. did you remember when he wore a baseball cap? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It sounded like
2: someone who didn't really drink... Making up what they thought was a decent amount to drink, yeah, because to do that every day for six years is quite it's quite heavy intake. But he was yeah. claiming he would he was around delivering beer and he would drink a pint at every pub, so that was like ten bites. Then he'd do like five in the four in the evening or something like yeah. that as and he's, well.
0: And it's it's not like he's a big man either. No. no, and I was I was suspicious of this, and I.
2: Discuss today? this? No, I discussed no. this a lot to people. I've never met William Hague. I've discussed this a lot to people. And so, do you remember when William Hague said this? Because I found it really funny yeah. when he said this. And then a few years ago, I was in an Uber in Shoreditch. And um, the guy who was driving the Uber recognized me from a TV show I used to be on and was talking to me. And, yeah. and this was at 11.30 in the morning. And he said, You're the second famous person I've had in my car today. I said, like, Who was the first? And he put out a picture of him and William Hague. I said, oh, "Where did you drop William Hague off?" And he said, I've, this at 11:30 in the morning." He said, "I've just dropped him off at a pub in Shoreditch. He's going for an all-day session." So, oh, wow, so he was a big boozer. So, we might have been comp- I might have been I'd like to apologize to William Hague oh, William because Hague. I think maybe he William Hague is an absolute you. legend of the pub. <laughs> so, maybe that's maybe that's <laughs> oh, the only Oh my to drink god. With.
0: Can you see that? I think I sort
3: of sort of
0: I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I imagine quite a lot of these people are probably
2: well, quite good. Well, I, right now. I think
3: uh, annoyingly, I think that some of the Tories probably are. Yeah, I mean, mm. like the, uh, Liz, Liz Truss apparently is a bit of a demon. She, <laughs> really? yeah, she is. In wow, that's what I've heard. Well, wow. In many ways. Yeah. well,
0: I suppose that when you think about it, I mean, it's obviously doesn't. It's not the same for all politicians, but there are a, a lot of politicians are very charismatic. Whether you kind of agree with them yeah. or not, so probably in terms of politics, anyway.
3: So probably there are quite a few but,
0: are, are but, good but, fun in a pub. But don't you?
3: I hate it when people say that Nigel Farage is the one you want to have in the pub because We like, were discussing that before we far saw far. you. Yeah. 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 yeah, And we just thought, My, I don't no.
2: think so. It's yeah. not, I, um, I'll tell this story and I'll leave, I'll produce whether or not they edit this out or, or think what. <laughs> I know a guy who uh, was a journalist and he was doing an interview with Nigel Farage. Um, you almost certainly have to edit this out, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, he was doing an interview with Nigel Farage for uh, for a newspaper, this is before Brexit was yeah. even discussed. It was when he was just this this yeah. random UKIP man, and he said they went to this like quite nice restaurant in London for lunch, and he was just interviewing him and chatting to him. He said at one point, some guy came over to him and said, "Nigel, can I just say, I absolutely love you. What you're doing for this country is incredible." You're my hero. I think you're a wonderful, wonderful man. Don't ever stop what you're doing. Nigel's like lapping up, going, "Ah, oh, yeah, thank you so much. That's so, that's, that's so kind of you. Yeah, thank you. You're making Britain great and all this sort of stuff. Thank you, thank you." I took a photo with him and I walked off. And then Nigel sat back down, and the guy at the table next to him, just, who was eating his lunch, leaned over and said, "As a counterpoint, Nigel, I think you're a." <laughs> 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 it does make you wonder. That's how often that must oh, happen to him. Oh, you've got to keep that in, keep okay. that in, yeah. producer.
3: That's great. Yeah. Oh, amazing.
2: You've got to wonder how often that must happen yeah. to him. Yeah. As a mm. counterpoint. That's but for anyone, in our friend group, after I heard that story, in our friend group, when someone says something we disagree with, we'll come. say, yeah. as a counterpoint, <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> my first post-divorce pint, the gin I had in Hull, my nan's homemade buckfast. The rum I drank with Liz Hurley. The lager I stole from the pigeon detectives. So the wild card in The Moon Underwater has recently been replaced by a new feature, a drink in time, which is when The Moon Underwater will reverse the years and allow you to relive a drink from your past. Now, this can be anything. It could be a, a great night out you had. It could yeah. be the last drink with a loved one. It could be whatever, whatever it is that you want. What drink would you love to go back in time and relive?
3: Okay, so it would be a mojito in Soho in um, two thousand and four. I was staying in London. I was uh, I was but but a but a young thing, <laughs> and I was doing um, I was doing my first sort of theatre job, where I was playing with starring Haley Haley Atwell and David O'Yelloy. You've gone on to do quite well, and I was playing a like a water nymph. <laughs> but there was basically there was about nine girls and we were playing water nymphs but anyway it was all very exciting and I met um one of the girls Daniela who I'm still friends with now um who seemed to me to be really cool I and mean, she's still she's still cool um but at the time I was quite sheltered 18 year old and she seemed amazing and we went out for drinks in Soho and we sat outside and it was really sunny, and we got a mojito. And I remember thinking, "This is this is the life." It was one of those moments where you think, "Oh God, lo- life could go anywhere." And and now I think you know, with Soho, you, you kind of it's a bit seems a bit much. But at the time, I didn't really know London, and it just seemed sort of so vibrant and amazing. And it was great to be sitting there with a cocktail mm. in an early evening. I was thinking, "Who am I?"
2: <laughs> they're fabulous those drinks of youth aren't they when you, yeah. when you when you feel that everything's possible before you get the crushing realization yes. of, of real life yeah um but it is a, is a fabulous i know exactly that feeling that yeah. you're describing there and it and it, and it, it
0: is it is a lovely sort, sort of yeah, sort good. of moment dad have you had many of those no, but I remember that sensation definitely at the time was, is that beautiful thing of and that sort of w- would happen fairly often in your early drinking years. You know, yeah. you sort of go start with beer or something or an alco pop or something and then you then you'd slowly start exploring this brand new world that wasn't open to you. Yeah. I mean, like. No one drank mojitos in Maidstone I know, when I was growing up. That's such a post-trained <laughs> drink. It's something, you know, you know, like you were saying, a margarita with the salt round the room. The first yeah. time you had that, going, oh, there's salt round
3: the room. <laughs> yeah. it? it's-, it's so fancy. You've got to learn how to do it. Someone, yeah.
0: someone who's
2: got more experience, you'll go. You've yeah. got to lick the salt and then you do this and then, cut yeah. the lemon. You just don't question it, so it. Just okay. do what you're told. It could be yeah. making it up.
0: Um, but but once you've had that a couple of times i remember having um just chin and tonics for the first time at university yeah i mean my then girlfriend were going oh my god i've never never tried gin tonics. this is great and like yeah. suddenly suddenly that world has opened up yeah it was like, it's like it doesn't happen so much now I don't but that think. that
2: general feeling of of just having i guess the mystery and anything could happen that that endless opportunity and possibility. Mm. Yeah. A lovely lovely feeling from from youth i'm sounding quite For depressing youth. here aren't i from
0: youth. it's also a nice thing about you know whether that's a you know a slightly more barry thing or a pub thing but you'd get that sort of feeling i think in pubs when you're at that sort of age and you're out yeah. and you're you feel sort of free don't you it's yeah, a place completely. where you feel totally free and and easy with your friends yeah. and you're you've got nowhere to be it's like it's a great feeling i think the
2: closest i get to those now are traveling if you go away somewhere the fir- that first drink when you get to a new place and yeah. you've never been and you've got oh, we could do this we could do this sort of thing like that that's i think the closest you get to that sort of feeling mm. i think in these days yeah it's just sounding depressing isn't it for yeah. <laughs> i'm actually <laughs> it's really meant to happy. be a happy memory <laughs>
3: yeah
2: <laughs> well, i think that's a, a lovely choice rosie thank you now it's time for us to find out who rosie's dream pub companion is but That is only for those high net worth individuals who have invested in the Moon Underwater Patreon. If you want to find out, you can subscribe at moonunderwaterpod.com. For the rest of you, we'll be back after this brief interlude. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
3: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
2: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? welcome back to you non-patreon people Uh, a great choice there from rosie that you'll just have to wonder what it was
3: you'll Uh, never know unless you pay (laughs) Very
2: controversial Mm. very controversial (laughs) you are barred you get to bar something from the moon underwater yeah a person or anything or whatever you want what are you going to Forbid from darkening your pub's doors.
3: Okay, well, I know you've had this one a lot, but I, do, I hate TVs and pubs so much because I'm someone who, if there's a TV screen, I will watch it. It's my big yes. problem. So if you're talking to people, you're just, eyes are, I just end up watching the football and I have no interest in football. And and I just, I just get sucked into this vortex where everyone's talking around me and I'm just watching this football that I have no interest in.
2: <laughs> I find it strange for <laughs> a pub TV... Has something that isn't sport on, you know, like occasionally I'll yeah. just have on like The Chase, yeah, with no sound.
3: And and, and that's the thing: if it's and nothing with the stage, I will end up watching it. I get really hypnotised by TVs.
2: But also, you can't take part because there's no sound. You can't take part in the quiz. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know why they. I yeah, that's why they did that's it. really rubbish.
3: Dan? Yeah, that or Nigel Farage.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> TV and home.
3: pubs, Dan?
0: Well, I'm probably with you. I think because yeah. although I do, I don't really go to the pub to watch football anymore I, I will sometimes during the world cup or something but i i don't even really like going to the pub to watch sport because i find i'm talking to people like exactly really what you're saying yeah i'm talking to someone but i'm looking at the screen but, and then i might be drinking quite a bit and i can remember going to see you know great england games and things and coming away thinking oh, well i remember the score and who scored i haven't taken in anything else And I really love football. I like the reason I... I don't watch it to get drunk with friends. I watch it because I love watching it. I go, actually, I prefer watching it at home so I can properly see what's going on and enjoy it. So, yeah, I'm... And if I go into a pub with TVs and there is something weird on like that, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't. I think I probably prefer prefer no TVs.
2: I did have one good experience at a pub because I was in... uh, Not in a pub, in a pub with TVs. Yeah. I was in New York when Barack Obama got elected the first cool. time. It was cool. And we went to someone, a friend of a, a friend's brother, who was like a money broker or something, something fancy in that. They we went to some club thing to watch the election with him. Yeah. Had, and they all wanted John McCain to win. And we didn't. <laughs> and it wasn't amazing. Like when they all just, by a point it became evident that wasn't going to happen. They all just sort of wandered off home. And my wife, my friend Sally, and I went across the road to this dive bar type yeah. thing. And it was all coming out. and eventually he conceded and then Barack Obama came out to give his big acceptance speech or whatever you call it sort of thing. And everyone in the public, hey, don't sound out, everyone be quiet. And and it was a great moment feeling like I'm in at this turning point mm. in history. Yeah. I'm in New York watching this amazing thing. And the whole publisher silent watching this sort of moment. So there is I would argue there is a time and a place for TVs, but it's only very rare during a massive political Yeah, if you if it's that, Europe. or
3: even do you know what? If it's a really big game, you can wheel it in. But it's when you just have, if you have any any games like there's just some sport there or anything. Mm, no, yeah. no, I don't want it.
2: And but, if you are going to put the chase on, at least do subtitles.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Big TV on wheels, maybe like at school, <laughs> and it's <Yeah>. wheel <laughs> it protector. into the classroom.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah.
2: Fabulous. Okay, um, now before we go, Rosie, you've got mm-hmm. one last choice to make, and that is the name of your pub. Uh-huh. What are you going to call?
3: Okay, I'm I, I terrible. I haven't thought of something. I was trying to think of of, of pub names I like, and the, the one I could think of was: Is it in um, uh, American Werewolf in London that it's called like the sla- Is it the Slaughtered Lamb? Yes, and that's
0: it. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah,
3: it's really good, and I want some, I want something like that. But I don't, would Maybe that. You could
0: choose a different animal. Yeah. A slaughtered mole. Or, or
3: a massacred, <laughs> mole. massacred mole.
0: The massacred
2: mole. Are we going with that?
3: <laughs> yeah, the massacred, massacred mole.
2: mole. Wonderful. Bit That's... of alliteration. I don't like that at all. Drink up, please. It's time. Uh, Dan, mm. let's just have a little recap of what Rosie has selected in her pub.
0: Yes. Well, draft choices Moretti and Corona. Bottle choices, Goit Straminer. <laughs> g-
3: g- <gvert> Gewürztraminer. <laughs> g- Gewürztraminer.
0: Chateau Nerf <laughs> de Pap. Spirit choices, tequila and brandy or cognac. And yeah. cognac. You have accepted the listener suggestion, Leanne in Cheshire, of that uh, no names, no first names <laughs> to be allowed. Thank you, Leanne. Yeah, uh, so you have to use titles. Jukebox choice is Manu Chow Clandestino. Yes. Your drinking time. Was the uh, glorious Mojito in Soho at about 2004 with your friend? When
2: everything seemed possible. Yeah.
0: Everything
3: seemed possible.
0: And we're not having any TVs yes Yeah. yeah well, and, you're and you've decided to call your pub the Massacred Mole
2: wonderful well I will be honest with you, I would love to have a drink of the Massacred Mole it seems <laughs> absolutely fantastic if people have enjoyed you on this or want to know what you're up to what, what have you got coming up that they can enjoy
3: uh, well they can find me on uh, Twitter or Instagram on at Rosie is a Holt at the time of recording this I'm about to go to the Edinburgh Fringe with uh, a show called Rosie Holt That's Politainment um, but I should be taking that on tour In spring 2024. Wonderful. Well, Well, look look forward to seeing you.
2: Fabulous, thank you so much for this, Rosie. I've really, really thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. We'll give you your Moon Underwater pub to take away in a doggy bag as you go back (laughs) to the other realm. Uh, Thank you, and we'll be back with another guest next week.
3: Thank you so much for having me.